The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is from the book of Philippians, chapter 4, where Paul says, I have learned to be content in every situation. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So we heard Paul speak those words. I have learned to be content in every situation. So is that statement something that you can echo? Or is this other statement perhaps a little more true? I have learned to be covetous in every situation. I'm certain we'd all like to claim that it is the former statement that is one that we can claim as our own. But I also suppose that if you listen to us talk, it might be easier at times to make a case for the latter. We tend to be a people full of wants and desires. After all, we live in an economy and a world which only runs properly if everyone is convinced that they don't have enough. The stock market only climbs higher and higher if everyone goes out and buys, buys, buys. Tomorrow, we will put away our thanksgivings quietly and begin to pursue all those things everybody wants for Christmas. Yes, sadly, I suppose we must admit that at times we are covetous, and we are covetous regardless of our situation. Oh, we might think it would be okay to be covetous of a new house if you lived in some sort of tiny house that had lots of troubles and never really got all that warm. We'd say that we could understand how in that situation you might want a better house that would keep you warm. But the truth is, no matter what house we have, we tend to think we need a better one. If it's not actually going out and buying a new house and moving into it, then we're always thinking about renovating the house that we have. We always are convinced we need something just a little bit better. For younger folks, perhaps technology is the better way to illustrate this. Again, we might think that someone without a cell phone, oh the horror, would be right to want to have a cell phone, at least for emergencies. But the truth is, no matter what technology we have, we always seem to want the latest and the greatest. We get the latest smartphone to only find out, two weeks later, that the latest, latest smartphone is now on the market. While the current smartphone we have can do anything we need it to, it's so easy to want that new smartphone that has that one new feature or that slick new look. And it's not just with things, is it? Now we must admit that in our worst times we covet better husbands and wives, covet better children. If we're in business, we covet better employees. And the list could go on and on. After all, we're told by all those advertisers that are so hard at work in this season that to be simply satisfied with what we have is downright ridiculous. We're told the American dream is all about an everlasting pursuit of having more and more stuff. Don't settle the world says to us. Realize this, if we live our lives in this way, never being satisfied, thankfulness will not be a common trait of ours either. For it is only those who can stop and be content long enough to recognize all the blessings that they already have that they are truly driven towards thanksgiving. It is only when one is content that true thanksgiving to God is very likely. We heard today about those ten lepers that Jesus healed, and we might stop to wonder what happened to the other nine. Once cured of their leprosy, 
Did they think of something else then that they had to have? Well, we don't know that for sure, but we do know that that one leper actually took the time to stop and realize what he had been given. He took the time and therefore was content with the situation as it stood, for he had received a very great blessing from Jesus. And out of that contentment came thanksgiving. He ran back to Jesus and told him how thankful he was. Around this time of year, perhaps the most common question we ask of children, and even one another, is this one. What do you want for Christmas? And of course, there's nothing particularly evil about asking that question or the giving of gifts around the holidays. But perhaps on this Thanksgiving Day, we should ask a different question. What do you have already? Yes, when we as a people stop and think about what we have already, it is then that we can truly begin to have a spirit of thanksgiving. We need to stop and take time and think about all the things we have already. We need to do as our grandmothers or our mothers have told us so often, to stop and count our blessings. For when we do that, then we become content with what we have, and soon we are thankful towards God for it. So let me ask you today, what do you already have? Certainly you could make a list that would stretch very long, that would contain all of the different things that God has already given to you. But let me tell you today some of the things that you have. First off, you have a Heavenly Father who loves you. Yes, you have a Heavenly Father who loves you enough that not only did He create you, and the very world in which you live, but he continues to provide for the needs of your body every day. He is the one responsible for that house you live in, for the food that will grace your table soon, yes, even for that smartphone that is in your pocket. Furthermore, never forget that you have Christ. And having Christ means that you have salvation and life. All your sins have been forgiven, and you've been given a new life to live both now and forever with God in heaven. His death and resurrection means that your life can be filled with things like hope and joy, even if you find yourself in a rather difficult circumstance right now in life. Also remember that you have the gift of the Holy Spirit, and that means several things. It means that you have the Holy Christian Church as a place where you can gather to receive the comfort and peace of God. It means that you have brothers and sisters in Christ who can come to your aid in times of sorrow, and who can cheer alongside of you in times of rejoicing. Finally, it means that you have the gift of faith, through which you can receive all of the blessings of God, both now and on the last day. Oh, this list that I have just given is tragically short in comparison to all the real blessings that God has given to us, and yet it's more than enough reasons to give thanks to God this day. Today, stop and take time Marvel today at just how much you already have, because your God loves you so very much. For it is when you marvel in God's goodness that you will become content. And once you are content, thanksgiving is sure to come. Paul said that he had learned the true secret of being content in any situation. He said that secret was that he could do all things through him who strengthened him. In other words, Paul, inspired by the Spirit, wrote in order that we might understand that there is truly only one thing needful in life, 
he knew that if he had Christ, he had everything. He had everything he needed. Oh, no doubt, God gave him much more than that in life. At times, Paul admits that he lived in abundance. But regardless of the situation in which he lived, he knew that with Christ alone, he should and could be satisfied. Dear child of God, you have Christ. And that's more than enough. That's more than enough for you to live a life of contentment. If your heart has grown quite covetous, this is the day to admit that before your God. Admit how easily you become dissatisfied with what he has given. Admit that you always think you need more. And then God will give you exactly what you need. He will give you Jesus and him alone. He will forgive your every covetous thought and desire. He will place before your eyes the Savior Jesus. Yes, he will direct your eyes into the cross and the empty tomb. And with those pictures before our eyes, one should well describe us with just one word. Content. For there, in the cross and the empty tomb, we find everything we need for this life and the life to come. Thanks be to God for giving us everything we need to be content. Thanks be to God for giving us his son Jesus. Thanks be to God for being God. Amen.